Chamber of Sciences focus on families, careers, communities, and we have impact on many levels, not just sustainability of home, but also career skill preparation and looking at the opportunity to have impact on the workforce. From MoneyFit by DRS, it's the MoneyFit Podcast, the show about financial education opportunities all around us and practical financial tips right in front of us. I'm your host, Todd Christensen, and today we learn just what happened to home economics and how it's alive and better than ever. I'm speaking with Teresa Gollis of Idaho's Career and Technical Education. Don't touch that pause button. Teresa Gollis is the Idaho Family and Consumer Sciences Program Quality Manager and FCCLA State Advisor employed by the Division of Career and Technical Education. She has over 30 years of experience in Family and Consumer Sciences, also known as FCS Education. As an FCS professional, Teresa is grateful to be working with individuals striving to empower others to make better decisions. Teresa Gollis, welcome to The Money Fit Show. Thank you, Todd. Thank you for having me here. It's great to, to have you. And I'm looking forward to this conversation because uh, FCS, Family and Consumer Science, is a passion of mine, something that I've been involved in almost since I started this position. And uh, you are one of our resident experts in Idaho. And I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. As you know, Teresa, I mentioned to you that I would be opening with a question for you from one of our uh, Bank of Standard questions, if you're ready. Sure. Okay, well, would you let me uh, or the listeners know, did you always want to be a teacher? No, I did not. My experience with with teachers was wonderful. I absolutely loved school. And Mm -hmm. I actually started with a real strong um, foundation in math and science. And uh, going through college, I had the opportunity to be redirected and Mm -hmm. Working with people is very, very important to me. And looking at everything that Family Consumer Sciences has to offer, everyone became something of a, a gratitude opportunity. And teaching is, is like giving someone the gift of education. And so mm-hmm. being able to share the, the big, wide, um, expansive wealth of knowledge that goes with family and consumer sciences to individuals to help them to prepare themselves for the future or to reflect and look at their skills. That became very important to me and teaching then just became the next thing to be involved in. Mm-hmm. I, I love you talk about this big wide world of FCS. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that I know I meet, I'm sure you meet that are a little, uh, that are still unaware of what it is exactly. And that's, that's where I want to, want to start. So we, I, you've probably heard it as well or uh, are aware of it, but I heard a a national radio program interview with the author of a recent book about home economics and his reaction didn't surprise me, but it honestly, it still kind of horrified me and, and even offended me a bit. He wondered if home economics, and so, so please, these are not my words. If he wondered if home economics, which for the past 30 years has uh, about 30 years ago, was rebranded as Family Consumer Sciences, weren't just cooking classes for girls. And maybe you can, you know, he may have been trying to voice a common stereotype, but 
I'm going to ask you if you could give us a little update about the state of family consumer sciences, what it, it is and what it is not, and where where we're at today. Oh, yes, um, I can do that. We are a discipline that actually started in 1902 mm-hmm. with the unit name of domestic sciences. And um, mm-hmm. in 1908, that's when leaders across the United States met in Lake Placid and decided mm-hmm. on the name of home economics. And home economics was more than just how do we make cookies? We were, the, the field was looking at how do we make lives better for people? Mm-hmm. So safety and sanitation was huge. And in 1908, there was a problem with water quality. Um, mm-hmm. Nutrition science was something that wasn't really prominent. People would eat, but maybe they weren't eating the right combination of foods or foods that were good for them or looking at some of the manufacturing practices at that time of where really not healthy substances was added to a lot of the factory produced items. So looking at nutrition and wellness, and then um, also looking at those other opportunities in our lives, again, to be successful, early childhood education, housing, finance. And so home economics really was at a, a time when it focused on the economy and um, looking at what your personal practices and how that helped you be successful. So not just successful as a family member um, or as a household uh, leader, it, it mm-hmm. was more of a work and family balance, looking at what you would, through sound research and, and practice, be able to bring back to make the, the, the house, the business, the community more sustainable. Hmm. I, I really I love that the idea of the history of the home economics FCS, that you know, some people will say, well, I never took a home ec class, so it doesn't, doesn't have anything to do with me. You're saying that regardless We've been all been impacted, affected in very positive ways by the history of home economics. Oh, very much so. If you will look at some of the comments right now, what happened to home economics? Well, we know that there's been a teacher shortage and there are people that haven't gone through the home economics or family consumer sciences experiences. And they are the ones that are struggling to um, to make a a balanced budget, to understand Mm -hmm. meal planning, you know, all those basics of consumerism. If we go back to home economics and people are asking what happened to it, well, you were right. 25 years ago, home economics did change its name to family consumer Mm -hmm. sciences. One of the big reasons had to do with the focus of where we're going in the future. Family consumer Mm -hmm. sciences focus on families, careers, communities, and we have impact on many levels, um, not just sustainability of home, but also career skill preparation and looking at the opportunity to have impact on the w- workforce. So, and I want to I want to talk to you, uh, have you back for an uh, episode to speak speak about family career community, which is the start of the FCCLA program, uh, which is part of FCS. I'm wondering, did the term economics? kind of lose its meaning in home ec is is and and then how does family and consumer science fcs work to promote 
economics in home life? Mm, I don't think economics is, is kind of fallen out of Mm-mm. the um, the focus because mm-hmm. that is, you know, if you look at it, economics, supply and demand, and you think about your ability to earn a wage and have the opportunities to support your family. So I think family consumer sciences is taking the economics and the consumerism and putting them together uh, to be sustainable. So mm-hmm. we do have uh, programs in um, our high schools and our colleges that do focus on that specific side of consumerism or like our, our economics courses and being able to look at the, the full system and identify where you have positive spending opportunities. And then maybe some times when you're able to look at the strengths versus weaknesses of what you are doing. So economics is embedded in everything that happens in family and consumer sciences. Mm -hmm. When you hear somebody maybe say, oh, how come schools don't teach budgeting? How come they don't teach these life skills? What what are some of the things that you say, or or how do you respond to those kind of um, comments? Well, usually it's with a smile. And I say, (laughs) oh, you mean life literacy skills. And those are the skills that we do and we practice in all of the um, the projects that our students are involved in. So if they're doing um, a budgeting unit and they're learning um, about banking, and they're also learning about what you need to have in order to have an apartment in the Mm -hmm. future, or you're planning a a family dinner and you need to set a budget, how much are you able to spend on these items? Or let's say that you are looking at, I'm going to move into that apartment. What am I going to need for that? Making a list, identifying needs versus wants, priorities, and then actually taking that practice and doing maybe a a mock purchasing Mm -hmm. scheme or, or looking at you know, uh, you're you're going to cater a meal for someone and they're coming to you with this much money to spend and how are you going to work with them to make sure that when they want steak, but they can only afford hamburger, how are you mm-hmm. going to do that? So it, right. it's it's awesome because it allows our, our youth to practice in a lab setting and make the mistakes there. And have someone who's a mentor walking them through, how are we going to problem solve this? How, how are you going to find a resource for this activity when you are no longer able to afford, you know, something that they want to have? You know, so mm-hmm. it's just, it's about looking at choices, collaboration, again, identifying priorities. I, I like the idea of, of allowing them to make mistakes in the lab. Because the alternative is we're going to, I mean, we're going to make mistakes somewhere uh, growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Lab or in, in life and better to learn from mistakes in the lab, I guess. Oh, oh, definitely. Because then you can yeah. reflect on it and say, oh, well, maybe I should have held back and, and put a little bit more into savings. So mm-hmm. in the real world, then maybe they will take that 10% and tuck it away like we all mm-hmm. should. Yeah. Well, what, uh, what case would you make when, what do parents and mentors that might be listening uh, about recommending to their teens and in preteens, actually, because FCS goes into is in middle school, starts in middle school. I mean, the classes do. 
uh, about taking an FCS class or or two you know, each year. Oh, I would highly encourage it, especially mm-hmm. because if you look at the um, the ability of the preteen up to the teenager, they're building skills every year. So the preteen is not going to have a full culinary experience in a classroom. They're going to have, if they're doing it in a, like a foods lab or doing um, some type of cooking opportunity with the, the teacher, they're going to have mm-hmm. measuring. They're going to have conflict resolution. They're going to have teamwork. They're going to learn communication skills. They're going to learn what they like and don't like. They are also going to learn more about their friends while they're in there and then how to work with um, the community in that way. So as they progress up through the different courses in family consumer sciences, you know, the measuring activities that they went through in maybe sixth or seventh grade will lead them on to a little bit more complicated recipe. And then the opportunity as they get through the courses again to do some substitution, do some cost-effective revamping of a of a recipe if possible, or then again, you know, to work through and excel in that area that they like. And I get to talk about, you know, the cooking lab, but we also have a a sewing and textiles lab for students that like to work with fabric and be creative. And then there's, you know, there's even a finance lab where students will walk through scenarios. If I were a family member and I had children and I was renting or buying a car or having to get my insurance, you know, having that hands-on practical part is just so important. And I laugh because my mom was very hands-on with us, but at a point, Mm -hmm. you know, we had to do it on our own and having that kind of experience growing up, it's important in the classroom to know that those students need to have that type of experience also. So that lots of information, but then lots of opportunities to, to apply it so that the student is successful. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the best teacher is the one that has a student that leaves the classroom that doesn't need them anymore. <laughs> and that's what I we like see. that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Great thought. Teresa, we're about uh, out of time today, but could you um, share one recommendation or piece of advice having to do with FCS and classes and so forth that you would recommend to our listeners? Mm-hmm. You know, never judge a book by what you've heard from other people. Always take the chance to explore it yourself. And so like we're talking about family and consumer sciences, sometimes that's the right fit for the student that Mm -hmm. doesn't know where they need to be. Because again, it's life literacy, it's hands-on, it's practical, and there is so much um, pride and presence in a student that goes through one of our programs, especially one that is uh, offers a skill that goes with it, and they are they've very accomplished in that skill, and that skill will take them on through you know their high school, their college, into their their adult life. And so mm-hmm. again, you know, try it out, yeah. get involved, and you know, and Google's your friend. <laughs> and a lot of so so. Where can where can listeners find you and or or others like FCS contacts in their own states? I would start with your state department of education and ask them for the family consumer science content expert. Um, mm-hmm. A university is always a great place to start. You can go to your local school district 
and ask about their family consumer sciences program there. Is that a fairly standard term, family consumer science, right? That's, that's, that's standard across the country. It is, it is. But if they look at you kind of funny, then just say, I'm, I'm looking for the home ec program. We have a lot <laughs> There's of still people. some stuck, yeah. stuck there, huh? Yeah, they are. And, you know, um, I was always told when the name was changed never to use home ec again because people won't remember it. I mean, people won't assimilate to family and consumer sciences. But one of the things that we found out is that you do have to talk about them in unison because mm-hmm. one was very dear and it supported many, many students and parents out there and they have fond memories of that. And then family consumer sciences is the, then again, the one that's more aligned to what our needs are today. And the, we have so many dear memories from that also. People just need to understand that it's it's been a transition and not mm-hmm. a division between the two, but a transition. Right. Excellent. And where, uh, what's the URL where they can find you in your office online? Thank you. It would be CTE for career technical education dot Idaho dot gov. Okay. And I'll, I'll make sure that makes it into the show notes today. Great. Teresa, thank you for uh, your time here today. I've appreciated uh, and enjoyed speaking with you about FCS. Uh, like I say, a passion of mine and uh, appreciate the work you and the teachers around our state and beyond are doing great job with with our students. So thank you for being with me today. Oh, thank you, Todd. I appreciate you. To our listeners, thank you for joining us. If you'd like to listen to uh, our, uh, find archived podcast episodes, look for us at moneyfit.org slash podcast. And until next time, please stay money fit and stay well. <laughs>